We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. A lot of news today on the Maggie and Perloff show. Of course, good news about the health of DeMar Hamlin. Still waiting on news from the NFL on exactly how they're going to schedule everything. Official news, that is. All the reports are that they're not going to play the Bills, Bengals. But right now, Maggie, your team, Buffalo Bills, are addressing the media. Uh, what what are you hearing so far? Okay, so it looks like it's Josh Allen and Sean McDermott who have been at the podium for about 10 minutes now. We have a little of Josh Allen's sound for you. And as we're talking about how these players, even with the great news that we got today on DeMar Hamlin with the doctors at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center saying the light's on and he's home, First question he asked was, did we win the game? He's got cognitive function. uh, Everything is intact. All of that. That's incredible news. But even amidst that news, the idea of turning your attention now to playing a football game on Sunday is still pretty intense. So here's some of Josh Allen talking about just basically how they're kind of forever changed after what happened on Monday night. Our training staff for going out there, not knowing what's going on, but going through a checklist, working as a a single cell symbiote, like saving his life, you know, and is being on that field. You you lose sleep, you hurt for your brother. Um, A lot of shared grief, but to the question before, getting updates and positive updates eases so much of that that pain and that tension that you feel but coach handled it as as perfect as anybody could i mean it's amazing how everyone has pulled together with demar at the front of their mind how the medical staff the assistant trainers basically saved his life and saved a quality of life as well with their quick work but you can hear it perloff in his voice and josh allen's voice Nobody's over this. Nobody's no. past it. Not that you would expect them to be. And it's Thursday. They have to play the Patriots on Sunday. They're still part of this. That's, I think, even hard for us to process. Like, geez, you're going to go out and play the game. That's really yeah, happening, yeah. huh? I, I believe he also said that putting on the helmet was a relief as well. So mm-hmm. there's that part, um, okay. trying to return to normalcy and routine. You know how, Maggie, we talk about football players are players of routine. Honestly, yeah. downtime probably is tough, too. You know, getting out, getting to work might be in some ways easier too. So, uh, yeah, there's there's absolutely no way this is going to be a, a normal Sunday or a normal rest of the season for the Buffalo Bills. No, definitely not. We're taking your phone calls at eight five five two one two four CBS eight five five two one two four two two seven. So yes, we've got the positive 
updates with DeMar Hamlin and his health, which is amazing. We've got reaction from the Buffalo Bills. We still, as Proloff said, are awaiting word on how the NFL is going to handle the AFC seeding now that it appears or all the leaks uh, are telling us that Bills Bengals is now a memory. Forget it. That's never going to happen. They're not going to resume the game, not just because I know Adam Schefter was saying people in the building said there's bad mojo around the game. I think that's an understatement, but also the logistics of it now just make it tougher and tougher. So what do you do? And there's been some pretty crazy ideas being floated out there, including uh, Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk, saying there's been talks about just adding an eighth team in the playoffs so nobody gets a bye. And you would have an eighth seed. So if you were eliminated, hold on, come back. You might actually have a chance to make the postseason. I mean, that's let's face it. That's absolutely insane. There's nothing (laughs) like that has ever happened. We all want it to happen. It would be just total chaos. I'd really like to hear it. I'm sure Mike will explain this later on his own show on Peacock at some point. Like, where's that come from? Like, how close do they come? You know, this would be an incredible article someday about sort of Yes, of course, Demar Hamlin's story, but how the league tried to figure all this out because, you know, I think sometimes we saw Donna Ponte, the NFL executive, on the phone. We we hold the league to a very high standard, but these are people who have no idea, have never been in a situation. There's so many people, Maggie, who've been in or are now in situations they've never been in. You know, the NFL has dealt with all sorts of things, nothing like this. So I, I feel like they really don't know what to do. So that's why I say just keep it as simple as possible. Yeah, and I guess the simple way, declare the game a no contest, go by winning percentage, and then let the chips fall where yeah, they and I don't. I also don't love the choice between home field and a bye. Because that's isn't that complicating? Isn't putting a lot of pressure on the Chiefs as well? And sort of some, some unknown for the Bills? Why would you take a decision that would lead to even more unknown and more questions and, <laughs> and more details. Do you have any idea how corporations work, Perloff? I mean, well, this is, I mean, you hope not, but sometimes you want to, in an effort to try to make things more fair, you end up setting off all these tentacles right. that make things even more complicated. We all do that, I think, in our personal lives to a certain extent. You can make things a little more complicated than they need to be, but I, I ultimately think that's presented as a choice, but I can't imagine... Why, if you're Kansas City, you get the one seed, and they say, you can take a bye, or you can get home field advantage throughout. Why wouldn't you take the bye? Because that means your opponents all have to play one more game than you. 100%. Of course, I'd I'd rather sit home where I don't have to think about, do I lose my left tackle to an ankle injury? Do I lose our starting safety? You know, whatever it is, our quarterback, for goodness sakes. Or we can just sit here. Going on the road in the playoffs can't scare you that much or else you're not worth the number one seed anyway. Yeah, and they lost at home in the AFC title game last year. I, I don't think I don't think there should be any choice for Kansas City. Then again, I, I'm not sure, Maggie, and of course it'll probably drop in five minutes. I think that's a long I think that's a, a long stretch to actually reach that point. I can't see the NFL doing something. It's kind of a radical solution to say they've never done have you ever heard of anything like that where you have a choice between a buy and and home field advantage. I've never heard of anything like that in all of sports. Well, wasn't Major League Baseball kicking around something like this with the postseason where you were going to be able to pick your opponent? That oh, was. Oh, yeah. Wait. I, that's not happening, right? No, isn't that happening somewhere in sports where you can pick your opponent? Or am yeah, I imagining? I thought, 
I, I I can't tell if I'm imagining this or if it's true, but I thought Major League Baseball was going to try something where you could pick your opponent and it was going to create more rivalries and stuff like that. Um, we'll we'll effort some uh, some googling right over there, but. You know, it's funny because we're talking about if they added an eighth seed in the in the playoffs, Perloff, well, then now these dogfights for the seventh seed, which we're going to see in week 18, well, then some of the teeth might be taken out of that. And one of the teams that is fighting for the seventh seed in the most simple way, just win and you're in in the NFC, is the Green Bay Packers. And, you know, listen, the Packers were completely left totally, you know, by the curb. I mean, we're talking about Jordan Love taking over for Aaron Rodgers. You got to see what the future is. Enough of this. You know, Rodgers doesn't have the pulse of the team. All of that. And now look at what they've done. Gone on an incredible win streak and have themselves one win away from being probably the most dangerous seventh seed we've ever, well, we haven't had a seventh seed in the playoffs, but one of those (laughs) dangerous low seeds in NFL history. So just to add a little more on it, because Aaron Rodgers is is like that, <laughs> you know, just sprinkle a little bit more meaning onto everything. He was asked yesterday whether he thinks about Sunday being his last game at Lambeau. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, for sure. Uh, just because you don't know what the future holds. But uh, when I think about that, it's nothing but gratitude. Not remorse or sadness, just gratitude for the time that I've been here, the amazing memories that I've had on this field. Uh, been a lot of great moments. Um, but, you know, I'm still undecided. Uh, uh, we're all undecided about the future. And we're just going to enjoy uh, Sunday night and hopefully have some more to play for. Wow. I think he's the same publicist as Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> Nobody Jim knows Harbaugh. what the future holds. <laughs> I mean, honestly. Does go without saying? Of course yeah. we don't know. Yeah, of course. It, it, goes without, it goes without saying unless you're Aaron Rodgers where you have, you know, Aaron, can't you wait till the offseason to sort of dominate everything? I think he's <laughs> laying the tracks. Uh, the guys who are talking about it, here's the thing, though, Maggie. The guys who are talking about retirement are the ones who stick around the longest. I mean, <laughs> I, this goes That's back nice. to Brett Favre for me. He was 35, and he started retiring, and he played till he was 40. <laughs> I do not think it's going to be easy for Aaron Rodgers to walk away. You had a good point a few weeks ago. Now he's got these receivers playing how he wants them. What's, what do you mean he's going to walk away? Of course he's playing next year. There's no way he's retiring, Maggie. I can't imagine it, especially if they get into the postseason – I mean, if they lost to the Lions and maybe everything went sour, maybe, but I don't think so. I was listening to Rodgers on McAfee show on Tuesday, and this he's talking with more confidence, I feel like, than he's ever talked. Like, they, they're not, there's not even a possibility, a shred of doubt that they could lose this game to the Lions. Like, they think they're in and they're dangerous. I He was brimming with confidence. This is a lot different than how he was talking just a month ago. Yeah, it, I mean, the Packers hype is out of control. I saw a take that the Packers are actually in better shape this year than they were when they were the number one seed because they finally dedicated to winning the game with running the ball because Aaron Rodgers isn't doing much this year. In this win streak, yeah. I think, I saw he's one of the bottom 10 quarterbacks in the league during this win streak. He's not doing anything. So now yeah. they're this dangerous Packers team that we've been asking for. It would be... But now that you said that, Maggie, they have to be the Lions because he is talking so cocky about that. That would be really bad if he lost. If he did lose, you think that that could mean he'd retire? Or does that mean like Tom Brady doesn't want to go out on a bad loss? Yeah, I mean, these guys are such competitors. I I guess probably either way he's back, right? And I also, let's not add on this on top of it. 
isn't he getting paid like fifty million dollars oh, next yeah. year? I mean, oh, right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> that's I know he's got a detail. lot of money. He's got a lot of money because you know he's been in Green Bay. I don't know how he could spend all that money, but I think you're <laughs> he right. Find a way. Although I I'm ready for the the corollary offseason story. I want my team to trade for Jordan Love. I think he's really good, and I wonder if the Packers really? are thinking the same thing. I'll bet you partly the yeah. I think Jordan Love throws the ball like a star. I mean, he has got it, in my opinion. Just the way he. Wait a minute. Yeah. You would actively court some kind of quarterback controversy on your team? No, I. Why? No, no, no. If I need a quarterback this offseason, I would trade for Jordan Love. Oh, I thought you meant you, the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm no. like, why would the Philadelphia no, Eagles trade about you. for Jordan Love? <laughs> no, 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 no. Not the Eagles. I mean, the Eagles already got too much Gardner in the house. No, not the Eagles. <laughs> but if I was, say, the Panthers, if I was. Geez, go down the list. If I was Tampa Bay, I would seriously consider Jordan Love. I'm big into this guy. Yeah, but the other part of the, about the about the Packers is you've come this far with him. <laughs> you put in the time, you developed him. He's your commodity, and or you know he's your not commodity, but he's your. I know what you, mean, uh, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you, you've you've helped bring him along, and now all of a sudden you're just gonna what trade him away for a second round pick that doesn't well, seem sound either what are you gonna do you're gonna pay him 30 million dollars I don't know you're gonna have to make a decision about paying this dude at some point why if you could get a second round pick for Jordan love and you think Rogers is coming back you might do that you could have love you pick up the option right well yeah. we're not to his fifth year yet but you pick up the oh, we're kind of getting close to it though, aren't we? This would be next year's year four for him, so they have to decide whether to pick up the option at the end of this season. And I bet you they do. Well, right, especially when Aaron Rodgers is saying these things. Maggie, is this deja vu? Are, are we back in last March? Because weren't we having these same conversations? <laughs> are these ever going to end? Well, Jeopardy wasn't available this time around, so that changes it. Wait, was Jeopardy last year or two years ago? Now I can't remember. Was the Jeopardy controversy last off-season or two off-seasons ago? I want to say two off-seasons ago. Yeah, I think it was two off-seasons ago. I think this is the off-season where the Pat McAfee Tuesday thing became media gold, right? Is it, I, I don't remember doing that so regularly. I feel like no, this that year... was last season, too. Remember, because no. of how the COVID and him lying about the vaccine, that all got that was all last season. I can't keep my Aaron Rodgers no, no, that was last straight. But I remember last offseason, every Tuesday became must watch because Aaron was going yes. back and forth. The offseason before that, I think, was Jeopardy. But was Jeopardy? Okay. Yeah, I don't even know. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, Jeopardy was in April of uh, 2021. That's when he was co-hosting and filling in on Jeopardy. Okay, so yeah, two off seasons ago. Here we are, back to square, <laughs> square zero. You never, Maggie. Let I've learned something today. You never know what the future is going to hold. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Perloff. I know you're a Michigan man. Well, you're not. You're a Dartmouth guy, but you expect to be enthusi. I hope you expect to be enthusiastically hosting this show in 2023. Oh yes, I, I <laughs> fully expect. You never know what the future holds. By the way, <laughs> no, we don't know. I love your reaction. You're like, wait, you want to bring Jordan Love to Philly? I just I meant, know. I just meant you. If you're a team that needs a quarterback, I use the global you. If if you're the Indianapolis Colts, yes, I want Jordan Love, not the Eagles. I well, that's what I was wondering. You're like, if it was my team, which is the Eagles, like I want Jordan Love. It's like, wait, what? You're throwing Jalen Hurts out on the street already? No, 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 no. no. He's I'm your savior. I'm paying Jalen Hurts. Which I don't, I generally, I'm not thrilled about, but yeah, I'm, I'm paying uh, my quarterback. Don't get, don't get, don't 
confuse these words. I don't want as someone who is, I don't want to get a call from my dad tonight saying, wait, you think Jalen Hurts is not the future of the Eagles? I'm not going to deal with that, Maggie. All of a sudden, we've caused a massive controversy amongst Perloff's family members. God forbid. We wouldn't want that. Um, Okay, we're going to try to get the latest here on what's going on with the NFL in terms of decision-making for Week 18 and beyond in the playoffs. Jonathan Jones, CBS Sports lead NFL insider, is scheduled to join us next. So we've got that and more NFL news on the way. Don't move. More Maggie and Perloff right after this. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This NFL postseason, every Westwood One NFL broadcast streams live for free. The wildcard round, the divisional round, the AFC and NFC championship games, the Pro Bowl games, and this Super Bowl LVII. Got that, Maggie? LVII, 47. Yeah. Catch all the action on the... 57. 57, whatever. I'm in the right ballpark. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One station streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. It's all sponsored by AutoZone. Free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes AutoZone America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Our next guest definitely knows his Roman numerals. I'm absolutely sure of this. <laughs> he would have known LVII and been able to read it off teleprompter because he's also very, very good at TV. He's a lead NFL insider for NFL on CBS, CBS Sports Net, CBS Sports HQ, and dear friend of the show, Jonathan Jones. Jonathan, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing well. Appreciate you all having me on. And yes, uh, I was a little taken aback when you said LVII followed it up <laughs> with 47. Do you identify Super Bowls by their number, or do you need the teams or, like, a moment from them? When you think back of old Super Bowls, you don't know the number, right? No. No, it's usually teams. The thing that I never do, though, is I would not say, like, oh, yeah, the Rams when they won it in 2021 Mm. or 2022, right? Because that's where it gets really weird. Like, when did the Super Bowl take place? When was the regular season? So I would not do that. Right, and you probably have to write around that. That's one of the hardest things to write around the season of the Super Bowl, right? Oh, absolutely, yeah. but, you know, somehow uh, 
I can get through it. Okay, so John. Somehow, somehow he powers through yeah. Perloff. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> deciding when to write when the Super Bowl yeah. happened. Jonathan, thank you. Yeah, Jonathan. So, what is the latest on the league's effort to figure out what's going on with the Bills Bengals game and the rest of the playoff picture as of right now? Yeah, I know there's an AP report out that the league uh, is ultimately going to cancel that game or not resume that game. That has been. Uh, strongly believed to be the consideration uh, really the last, I'd probably say 36 hours, um, that that game would not resume. The, it, it's almost easy to not resume that, even though it is unprecedented, um, because no, no time in NFL history have teams played fewer games than some other teams. No time in NFL history has a game been postponed, started, then postponed, and never resumed. Um, but because you're up against it right now with the postseason, because there would be competitive balance issues, because there could be mental health issues with having these two teams play, you know, back in Cincinnati, uh, it has been unlikely that 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 game will be played. All that said, what does that look like? Is it a no contest or is it a tie? Because then uh, it changes standings. Uh, And then what I believe is ultimately going to happen is that um, this will be ruled a no contest, that winning percentages will determine seeding. Uh, and there are discussions being had about, in terms of fairness, if Kansas City winds up with the one seed, if Buffalo or Cincinnati were to make it to the AFC title game, and it would be planned to be played in Kansas City, if that game would then go to a neutral site location, the NFL, the league office, is going through so many permutations right now. And just because we are past uh, business day and most businesses, uh, business day is still very much going on in the NFL. Jonathan Jones is our guest. Okay, so the neutral field for the AFC championship game is is one idea, Jonathan. We've seen some other ones floated out on social media. Everything from, you know, the one and two seed would pick between a buy and home field advantage throughout the playoffs or that an eighth playoff team would be added to both the AFC and NFC for some of the more outside the box things were here. Well, they're all outside the box, but for some of those, what are you hearing about the reality of any of those? Yeah, I'll tell you the eight seed thing. I don't know where it started, uh, but I've gotten a lot of feedback on, there's no way that actually happens. Um, And so listen, I guess never say never, but people don't believe that that ultimately is going to happen. We talk all the time about, I mentioned earlier, competitive balance, equity, fairness. Uh, to, to go ahead and throw that in there right now, uh, would <laughs> I don't know how, how you would do that. Now, if the one and two seed decide to, to pick, you know, I actually think that that decision is pretty easy. I think the decision is that you get the buy, you get a week of rest, you play one fewer game. I don't, I don't know that that's really a 50-50 coin flip at all. Um, so, you know, those things may be considered – uh, but right now, and what I've really been guided by is just the principle of what is the least disruptive path forward? What is the simplest solution? And the simplest and least disruptive path forward is not to play that game, go with winning percentages, try to make it as fair as possible. If you get to the point where a Kansas City, Buffalo, and or Cincinnati, all that, that two of those teams meet later on in the playoffs, but you have weeks until that may happen or may not happen, and you don't even have to worry about it. We're talking to NFL insider Jonathan Jones for NFL on CBS. Jonathan, take us, if you know, behind the scenes a little bit, who is ultimately going to make this decision? Because I have not heard a lot from Roger Goodell 
during this. It feels like Troy Vincent has stepped up and become the NFL spokesperson. And then a lot of this has to be negotiated with the NFL PA as well. So is it a, is it a big committee or is this ultimately on Roger Goodell? Yeah, according to everything in the NFL rulebook, I was able to also get my hands on the, the football operations game manual as well. Everything is extremely clearly written that Roger Goodell has full authority on this. And so, um, you know, he's obviously got a team together, the football operations staff led by Troy Vincent, uh, heavily involved. Donna Ponte, who was there in Cincinnati at the game, chief administrative officer in football operations, she, of course, is involved. You have to bring in at some point, maybe not on the front end, but certainly on the back end, you have to bring in your broadcast partners um, because uh, any sort of playoff games would, would involve them. And then, of course, club ownership. Uh, because you're talking about uh, three teams, certainly, uh, all vying for the number one seed, and there's going to be questions of equity and fairness. And Roger Goodell has to answer to these team owners, right? And so they would be involved very much on the front end. But uh, the NFL rulebook states very clearly that Roger Goodell has full authority on this. And Jonathan, I thought, you know, Cincinnati could really be the team that ends up getting the short end of the stick here. And the reason I say that is, not because they now can no longer even play for the number one seed, if in number one overall seed in the AFC, if the game is ruled a no contest, but to have to play the Baltimore Ravens in week 18 and potentially play them again in the first round of the playoffs, to me, that's a division rival who knows you so well. That is, you know, that, that seems a little bit unfair, although I know we're only talking about degrees of it, uh, of fairness here, because no one's going to be satisfied, but how, how, much does the NFL want to protect that bye week in between the NFC and AFC championship game and the Super Bowl? Because we've seen them have to use it before, obviously, extreme circumstances with the 9-11 season. But to move things back, to take more time, how much are they trying to protect that bye week where the Pro Bowl festivities are going on? Yeah, very much trying to protect that bye week. And you know, uh, I'll say this, when I talk about least disruptive path, right, like if you do push everything back, that is incredibly disruptive for any number of logistical reasons. Uh, but not only that, you then introduce a competitive balance issue across the entire landscape where now, if you're pushing that back, what you are essentially doing is creating a bye week for all the other teams as well. And for what purpose to get this game in? No, the game's not going to be played. So what is it to get this ultimately figured out? Well, you know, you played a 17-game regular season, 30 teams ultimately will have uh, to determine who the number one seed is, to determine who gets home field advantage, who gets that first-round bye. And so if you now introduce a week of rest to everybody else, well, what was the point? And so um, when we talk about competitive balance, I think that that brings up a whole new issue if you push the playoffs. I don't think that that ultimately is going to happen. And then secondly, or thirdly, I don't know how many points I've made, but um, <laughs> once you determine the, the conference champion, you want those teams to be as healthy as possible, right? We right. don't want to see a Super Bowl where the quarterbacks are ailing. And so that week is also very crucial. There being a quality product on the field in the biggest sporting event uh, in all of the NFL. So I just, I have found it, continue to find it highly unlikely that they're going to uh, push this and, and wind up abridging uh, that sort of week. Uh, Jonathan, last question for me, and I want to go back a couple of days. I know you've been reporting on 
that report that the NFL asked the teams to have a five-minute warm-up and come back. And, of course, the NFL, uh, Troy Vinton, who we mentioned earlier, has denied it. Have you been able to sort of piece together where that five-minute number came from to the broadcast booth? Uh, and, you know, if it's true, basically, that there was, at a certain point, a directive that came down from somebody, hey, let's get back on the field in five minutes after DeMar Hamlin, of course, went down. I can say this, Andrew. I have not heard. We just heard from Sean McDermott speaking to the media in Buffalo. We heard from Zach Taylor yesterday. We've heard from Troy Vincent um, multiple times now. No one is saying that anyone from the NFL said five minutes. Um, what, of course, Joe Buck, the play-by-play man, he was he was saying that. He has since told the New York Post that John Perry, who was a fantastic referee in the NFL for 18, 19 years, ref two Super Bowls, that uh, he he that Joe Buck got that information from John Perry. And usually he is communicating with folks at the league office. I have asked ESPN for further comment on their statement where they didn't really explain where John Perry would have gotten that. So that part is unclear. But according to the game operations manual, um, that's sort of a private document, it does state in there that if there is a, a, a temporary suspension of a game uh, that's less than 30 minutes, teams have a maximum time of 10 minutes to warm up before they return to play. And so that is in the manual. And so if we ever figure out what happened, and I'm not sure that we will or where that came from, but if we don't, one could safely assume that an unprecedented situation, uh, those on the field in charge sort of went back to what is standard protocol and that very quickly after if that ever happened, and then very quickly uh, after that standard protocol was said by someone, maybe, that everyone realized, well, that can't work right now. So no one has taken ownership of that. It is very unclear where it came from, but very clear the NFL is stating that was never said. The NFLPA had the opportunity to explain it. They did not explain it. They didn't know either, and every both head coaches have said that they didn't hear it. So um, I, I don't know where it came from. Would love to know on the waiting ESPN uh, for further clarification on that. Jonathan, last one for me, and it, it, it might be a little too soon to try to put this into context, but we keep getting this great news and encouraging news about DeMar Hamlin and his health and hearing the University of Cincinnati doctors today was, you know, super uplifting, even though we know DeMar Hamlin has a long way to go. Have you been hearing from anyone, uh, players, just the bigger, if, if there is a bigger takeaway from this, if there's any takeaway from this beyond just the incredible effort of the first responders and how the teams came together and ultimately everyone, you know, rallied together to save DeMar Hamlin's life. But is there anything bigger coming out of this, like changes people want to see? Are you getting any sense of that yet? You know, right now, and that's a fantastic question. I think right now, uh, and we've heard from multiple doctors from the NFLPA, from the NFL, from the University of Cincinnati Medical Center, who have all not wanted to... Uh, sort of guess uh, or at what the possible causes were. I know that we all have uh, seen out there what some people may think they are. No one is really discussing that just yet. Um, but suffice it to say, it does seem at this moment like it was a freak one and in insert large number odd that it could have happened. And so um, it, with that being the case, I don't know what changes could be made, right, to this isn't, this isn't like when we're talking about the concussion protocol, 
uh, like we have over the past couple of weeks and months. And so, but the one thing that I will say, the emergency action plan that the NFL has had in place uh, across 30 stadiums, across 32 clubs, um, that everyone seemed to know exactly what to do in that moment. It is not an exaggeration. It is not a hyperbole to say that DeMar Hamlin's life was saved on that field because everyone did exactly what they were supposed to do in that exact moment. And I don't think that that, um, that, that should, that should not go um, unnoticed that, you know, it's incredible how the, the NFL works and so many moving parts. And in this moment where this young man needed these exact things that they were right there for him uh, to, to ultimately save his life. And when we get this great news of uh, neurologically intact, when he needed to be resuscitated on the field, right? Um, I think that that really truly speaks to how remarkable and incredible the coalescence of these events were and how when you have a plan in place and it works like that, it's a blessing. Amazing. Jonathan, can't tell you how much we appreciate this and your insight. Um, we'll keep tuned, and we're, we're waiting to see what the NFL is going to do. Jonathan Jones is CBS Sports' lead NFL insider. Jonathan, again, thank you. Can't thank you enough. Thank you very much, y'all. Appreciate it. And amazing. And the Bills have basically almost put a face on one of the first people to get to DeMar Hamlin. His name's Denny Kellington. He's assistant athletic trainer for the Buffalo Bills, who was the first person to administer CPR on DeMar Hamlin. And the doctors at the University of Cincinnati said today, without that high-quality CPR, it not only saved his life, but a quality of life for DeMar Hamlin, too, where he's saying... Uh, not saying, he was writing to the nurses and doctors the first question, did we win the yeah. game? And they said, well, you won the game. You won the game of life, which is obviously, like, uh, incredibly gives you chills to hear that. But also, they said, the lights are on. He's home. He, all cylinders are functioning here. He understands where he is, what's going on. He probably doesn't remember anything, but he knows what's going on now. Yeah, it's it's been great news so far today. Uh, that's so interesting. So the way Jonathan ex- explains procedure, and I, I'm curious, uh, Goodell's role in this. I didn't know. I didn't even think about. It. You're going to hear from three owners of these teams who want a fair solution to this. Man, it's tough to get all these parties on the same same page. I think it is a time for Roger Goodell to be a leader. I mean, I think he needs to step up. Uh, and after they make their decision, I would like to see Maggie have a press conference to say, "This is why we did it." This is what we're trying to take all parties into consideration because I do think that there could be a decision that would upset people p- possibly. Uh, well, I'll be upset. The more if the, complicated it gets. Yeah, exactly. Or put teams in a position they don't want to be in. Of course, it'll upset me if it's not eight teams because I'm all about that right now. <laughs> Once the eight teams got floated out, Perloff latched onto this. Yeah. Like, this is the only way. This yeah, yeah. Is, clearly, guys, follow me to eight teams. Eight teams, this I know. Makes... <laughs> yeah, Jets fans are all like, hey, are we, are we, Mike White could be in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, right. Yes, that that was the last thing you ever you have such disdain for the Jets and for the Jets fans. Now you guys find yourself as bedfellows, which I think is fantastic. Back on Maggie and Perloff. Thanks to Jonathan Jones from NFL and CBS for clarifying a lot of the details of what the NFL is going through. So, of course, it was AP's Rob Maddy who tweeted out that they're not going to play the Bengals and the Bills. He also, unfortunately, Maggie. I got I got involved in a Rob Maddie Twitter wormhole. 
He said that <laughs> NFLPA oh, no. executive director DeBoer Smith said the NFL hasn't presented a proposal to add an eighth playoff team, and the union would have a lot of thoughts on that. So I don't know if this eighth team is going to happen, Maggie, but I'm still holding out hope. I know. I, ever since this got floated out by Mike Florio, this has been Perloff has been like he found his cause in life now, beyond your family and obviously doing the show and your yeah. friends. Now getting an eighth team at the playoffs is your cause. Yes, I love, I'm like that with the Final Four in college football. I want total and utter chaos. I would have liked <laughs> every single team to lose their last two games and get down to like the number 11 team. I want Missouri in the Final Four of college football. And I feel like the, Je- <laughs> the Jets, and who would it be in the NFC if they went to eight in the NFC? Maybe, oh, I don't the know. Seahawks or something? Or yeah. Lions? Would, yeah, Lions. If I could vote the Lions, if I could have both the Lions and the Packers in the playoffs, that's my ideal situation. How your work here is done. 855-2124-CBS. Well, you're not the only one. Let's go to Michael. He's in Las Vegas. He agrees with you. Michael, you want eight teams in the playoffs. Michael, you there? Oh, great. Oh, to Michael. You know, I think this was our Michael in Las Vegas, too, who once called us as he was driving a woman and her daughter to the M&M store. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> it's right. unfortunate. He's he sent us a few emails, uh, which you can too at maggieandperloff at gmail dot com. Uh, so Michael and I are uh, our email buddies as well. Let's go to Jeremy. He's well. We'll go to Jeremy. He's in Alabama. Complete opposite view from Perloff. Jeremy, you think eight teams is a terrible idea? I do, and I think Jonathan's wrong on the on a decision of that. Eight teams to me waters down what you set. Uh, to begin the year with, you, you can't, you know, when you start changing mid-season, uh, the way something is done, they already have a built-in solution for this, and it's called Pro Bowl Week because no one cares about the Pro Bowl anyway, and nobody cares about that week. So push everything back a week if you have to. Let the Bills and Bengals play this game during the during the uh, after Week 18. And then settle everything, and then go on and have uh, have a normal uh, normal thing. Because if you ask the players, they don't care about that week off before the Super Bowl. They would rather they're ready to go ahead and play. They're ready to get the game going. And also, I have a uh, hot take for you. Uh, in 2023, Harbaugh will be the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts, and Jimmy Garoppolo will be his quarterback. Oh, oh, I like it. Jeremy yeah. coming in and with a prediction. I love nice. that. That's sort of Harbaugh to Indianapolis with Jimmy G is the eight playoff teams of quarterback picks <laughs> right now. I love everything about that. That is the eighth playoff team you are always hoping for and wanting and wishing. So that that would mean Harbaugh, who put out a statement today on Twitter saying that he expects to be the head coach enthusiastically, expects to be enthusiastically coaching Michigan in 2023, that means he would have to do a complete reversal because he would presumably have gotten a better offer from Jim Irsay. I mean, wait, so I, I'm already forgotten. Did he say Derek Carr or Jimmy G in Indianapolis? Jimmy G, <laughs> does right? It matter? Does <laughs> no, it matter? really, really does not. <laughs> uh, all right, our buddy Michael is back from Las Vegas. Michael, is this the same Michael who took the wife and daughter, the yeah. mother and daughter to the M&M store? Yes, I haven't forgotten. I promise. I haven't forgotten, Maggie. You're gonna get a you're <laughs> okay. gonna get a gift basket. Oh, don't worry about me. I'm good. No, I also no, gave I up candy, Michael. I gave up I'm candy for- in 2023 because it was getting a little 
It's getting a little intense. <laughs> going to be lots on. of good stuff. Um, <laughs> okay. The last guy, no. They're not, they're not replaying that game. They already said it's too emotional. So that guy's out. And I didn't like what the guy you guys had on it because I, I – let's say all hail mighty gospel of Perloff. I love how you said the gospel of Perloff. Yeah, yeah I'm thinking eight, eight keys. <laughs> I think that would be amazing because if you give somebody the one seed – it could have been any of those three teams. So I think it's fair to get that eighth team in there. That way everybody has to play. And um, here's a little twist on it, though. Could you do where the teams that scored the most point differential through the first week or two got the number one seed for the AFC championship? I'm not saying that's right. I'm just saying it's an idea. Like oh, go to recent point differential or try to go yeah, some other way. That way. All right. Yeah. Well, anyway, Michael, thank you so much. Oops, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. But really, yeah. don't send me any candy, please. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really trying to quit. It's really, I'm on day five now, and my body is going through a how's it going? A withdrawal. How's it going? Any shakes? What What's the deal here? <laughs> Scratching oh. my face, my neck. Um, you know, it it feels like I'm. You know, feels like something. It's not nothing. Um, Have you ever cut out I, caffeine, by the way? Uh, That's I've had to really cut down, like when I got pregnant oh. with uh, Lucas. So I had to go from like basically I had like a sip of coffee every day, you know, because it's not supposedly good for when you're pregnant. So I literally gave myself two sips of coffee every day. That was kind of like wow, cutting it out. Yeah, yeah, that's addict behavior right there. Two sips of coffee, <laughs> love it. <laughs> for nine months yeah the alcohol i had no problem cutting out I was oh like, i All know right. oh i i don't think you're alone with that caffeine i remember my wife was not happy <laughs> not having coffee <laughs> and then you're tired already anyway um yeah. so yeah i don't know by the way if i'm getting enough popular support going for the eight teams bag i don't i i love it it's, what do you, you want know, a letter writing campaign yeah. we don't have a lot of time here dude <laughs> i know the funny thing too is Nobody, nobody's made a great case for the logic of it. It's so nuts. That's why it's so much fun. There's no reason to do this. <laughs> no, it really isn't. <laughs> and, and the other part is that it feels like if by somehow the NFL turned this, which was a tragedy that now, thankfully, the tragedy has been avoided, and somehow at the end of all of this with DeMar Hamlin, it turns out the NFL just ends up making more money oh, yeah. off of a playoff game. I just don't think we'd be able to take it. And then the other part is, then eight teams is here to stay. <laughs> That's true. I love, by the way, too, I'm assuming, in my mind, if it goes to eight teams, that means the Jets are in. Then the Jets would have to beat the Dolphins to even make that happen. And it's not like the Dolphins are just going to roll over. I think it's it looks like it might be Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, man. Oh, really? I thought it was going to be Skylar Thompson. You have the, the Dolphins, the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Patriots, and bizarrely the Jaguars who are not only fighting for the AFC South title, but if they lose that, could somehow back into that seventh playoff seat also. You've got a lot of intrigue at the bottom of the AFC playoffs. I don't know if any of those teams are going to yeah. advance very far, but uh, it's still interesting. So Teddy Bridgewater is limited in practice. So he's still oh, he's still a possibility. No, you're right. It could easily be Skylar Thompson. And this is not a hot take. Skylar Thompson, the Dolphins aren't the same team when they have him at quarterback. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> yeah, no. How I, many... I, I'm going to lay that piece of analysis out there, Maggie, and I'm going to stick with yeah. it. 
<laughs> we'll see how that one ages. Uh, thank you so much to Stu Kovacs. Thank you to Pat Boyle. Thank you to uh, Dr. Brian McDonough, to Jonathan Jones. You guys on the phones, you guys just never cease to amaze us. You're the best. Thank you so much. We will see you tomorrow. I'll be back in studio tomorrow, too. See you then. Bye. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.